We are live. Yes, we are. You guys are going to be my inspiration in the gym because I am I'm here at Rich Hill Tiger Fitness. Sorry if that's loud. And we are going to do some I'm on the treadmill right now. So I figured, why not talk while I walk? So if I start to get winded, know that it's because I'm walking on the treadmill. I don't know if that's the case, but we shall see. Two, my oh, I didn't do my heart rate. My heart. I wonder if that was me or if that's them. Let's see where's the heart rate button. I don't think it's gonna read it. It's got a blue red light. I've never seen that before. We'll see. We'll give it a little bit of time. But I've been sitting in my truck since on my last podcast. I did my last podcast. My heart rate's at 86. Okay. So we're going to move up the incline. I'm only going at two right now. The incline. I'll tell you in the second one. I didn't see what I put it at. Six, incline six. So I've been sitting in my truck, and I was like, "Ah, do I really want to come in here?" Like, I, there was three or four times that I almost drove off. I'm like, "Man, I don't feel like doing this today." And then I had to remember that you can't make change. Without doing it. Like the easy thing to do. Is. To walk away. Like from the gym. That'd be easy for me to do. Because I. I tend to tell myself constantly. That. Alright man. Yeah let's do this tomorrow. We're going to start this tomorrow. And. Tomorrow ends up being. The next day. And the next day ends up being next week. And next week ends up being the following week. And the following week turns into next month. And I'm like, I got it. All right, let me sit here a little bit longer. Let me scroll through TikTok. Let me scroll through Facebook. Let me look at some Twitter and Instagram. And there's a a post on Facebook that actually caught my attention. And... A lady that I'm going to give a shout out to. Um, she said that she she posted something that said she had a membership. And she doesn't come because of the people that are watching. She's afraid that people watching are going to say something or talk about her or something like that. And I'm like... Who cares? I did. I commented. I said, who cares? It's not about them. It's about you. And you making a better you. So who cares what they think? Like, and this is, this is the way my mind works. Is I'm like, I'm out here throwing muscle brigade around. And I'm not doing it myself. 
I'm I'm not I'm not that person that I'm gonna tell you, hey, get to the gym. I'm over here eating donuts. Like and for the last oh probably six years, it's been hit or miss for me. Like coming to the gym. Like and a lot of it is mentally like there was and my wife can tell you this, there was times that we would schedule what we had to do even on the weekends for my gym time. Like if I felt like I wanted to sleep in to seven or eight o'clock because I was getting up at three thirty or four throughout the week, I would say, Hey, all right, I'm going to sleep in till seven 30. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to be at the gym by eight and we can leave by nine 30. She'd be like, okay. And it was just a routine. That's what I did each and every day. Like, I made gym time during work. I would be like, hey, I would work the morning shift. And technically, I didn't have to, you know, work the evening shift. But there was a lot of times I would. Because the simple fact is nobody ran the shift like I ran the shift. And I would do my production schedule, and then I'd be like, hey, I'm going to go to the gym. I need to relax. So I'm going to go to the gym, and then I'll be back. And my DFAG manager and whoever was working night shit would be like, all right, too easy. And it wasn't about control. Like, I didn't go back because I had to be in charge. I was in charge on the first shit. Why do I need to be in charge on the second shit? It was about taking pride in what I did and what we did. So I knew we were struggling on NCOs and I knew we were struggling on strong NCOs. So I wasn't there to run shift, even though a lot of soldiers came to me and said, Hey, this is what we got for dinner. Do you still want me to make two new items or do you want me to make one new item? And I would simply tell them, Hey, go to your shift leader Go to the NCO that's in charge. That's not what I'm here for. And they didn't understand it. I was there for the NCO. I wasn't there. And yes, I was there for the soldiers too. But I was there to mentor the NCOs. Some of those NCOs had been an NCO longer than me. And it's NCO's non-commissioned officer, E5 to E9. And so I was an E5 at this time. Some of those E5s were E5s longer than me, but they didn't have the leadership that I had. They didn't have the skills necessary to make this, the, the decisions needed to get the things out on time. And that's what I was there for. Like, hey man, whatever you need, if you have questions, I don't care how small you think it is, bring your questions to me. I will answer them. And really, should I have been doing that? No. We had staff sergeants that were there. We had a defect manager that should have been playing that role or playing the role as, hey, I have uh, two or three staff sergeants, and Sergeant Gwen's not going to do this. That's your job. But I did do it. And that's, that's the way I was raised, man, work ethic. 
And I didn't get paid overtime. I just did it. And not one time did my wife ever complain about it. Not one time did I come home at 8, 9 o'clock at night. And she's like, well, why you got to be home so late all the time? Um, And then it came to a point, you know, I did this for, I was in Fort Sill for five years. And I probably did it three and a half out of five years. Well, probably not that long because the deployments were a year. Um, But, um, you know, it, it came to a point where, because the defect manager thought I was just staying until, you know, like the opening of uh, of dinner. And I would. But then they would get behind. And so then I would have to coordinate, hey, let's do this. Let's do that. Or I'd have to jump in with them. I'd be like, hey, I, I'll cover this. You go make sure this is good. And I would tell the NCO, he'd be like, hey, sorry, Gwen, you shouldn't be working. I say, don't worry about me, man. I said, I'm here to help you. Whatever you need to succeed, that's what I'm here for. Right now, we're about to run out of food on the line, and that's unacceptable. So that's why I'm back here cooking. And that's where I learned, not learned, but that's where I got a lot of respect from the soldiers as well. It's like I wasn't that NCO that was going to say, hey, go do this. I was that NCO that was going to tell you to do it. And come crunch time, I'm going to jump in. I'm going to get dirty with you. You know, if I knew that you knew how to do it, that's how it was going to be. If you didn't know how to do it, you said, hey, sorry, Gwen, I don't know what you're talking about. you telling me to go get a box of blue dehydrated water. Can you show me what that's at? <laughs> yeah, I'll show you where the box of blue dehydrated water is. <laughs> um, you know, uh, so... You know, if you didn't know how to make chili mac, I would teach you. i teach you how to make some macaroni and cheese or some collard greens. And make it to where it tastes good. Not just grass. That's, that's how I am. And that's how I've... And I attribute this to my parents and my grandparents on the Gwen side. That's how I was brought up. Like, you don't quit on things, and when you do something, you're going to do it at 110%, or at least 100%, and you're going to give it everything you got, so back to the Facebook post, it was by, uh, man, now now I'm second-guessing myself on who it was about, uh, Miss, I'm going to say Miss Koontz, it was by Miss Koontz, uh, And I hope she doesn't mind that I'm using her name in this podcast. But what I want to tell you is, and I hope that you you do get this, like get this as far as listen to this message, listen to this podcast, is that it's, some of it may be on your end. I know it is on mine a lot. But as well, maybe on your end too, is it's not just the people looking at you. It's also motivation. You have to be motivated because it's hard. It's hard to come in here, especially when you're not motivated. And so 
you have to find something that motivates you, that's going to keep you accountable. And the few people that I've um, that I've worked with, that was their big thing is why they wanted a personal trainer, is that they wanted the accountability. <clears throat> and I'm going to tell you this, it shouldn't take a personal trainer to keep you accountable. It shouldn't. That's a waste of your money. That's a waste of anybody's money. The personal trainer is there to motivate you because there, there's going to be times that you're going to come into the gym and you just don't want to do anything. That's what the personal trainer is for. He's, he's there or she's there to ensure that you're getting your reps in, get you motivated so that you can see results. And I know it's hard. Life is hard. And I'm going to tell you this. There's a... Uh, I don't know how many people feel this way, but there's, as far as veterans, it's different being on the outside. I've spent 20 years in the military, and being out of the military, it's different. And for the last, I don't know, I'll say year and a half, or year and two months, that's how long I've been out. I've been telling my wife, like, I got to stop. I got to stop sleeping so late. And because it was making, and I knew what it was. I take, I take testosterone. And when I, when I forget to take it or I uh, don't have any, like I ran out and they didn't ship it in time. um, I could start feeling myself getting sluggish and I felt myself getting tired And that doesn't help with depression. And I'm not saying that you're depressed, but somebody out there feels that. And all I wanted to do was sleep. And I was like, man, I got to find something to do with my life. Like I have no purpose. And I asked my wife, I said, why do you let me sleep so late? And she would just always tell me, well, I just let you sleep. So I started thinking about it and it hit me on Monday or Tuesday. And I said, I get it. I'm going to raise the incline. I said, I know why she lets me sleep till and speed it up a little bit. Uh, I know why she lets me sleep till nine, 10, sometimes it was 11 or 12. And so I talked to her yesterday, not yesterday, might have been Tuesday, today's Friday, might have been Wednesday. I said, I get it. I understand now. And she was like, what? I said, I know why you let me sleep so late. And she said, why? I said, because. I said, all these years that I was going to bed because I couldn't sleep at midnight or one o'clock and then turn around getting up two hours later. And then I would function all day like that. And you would think that two hours of sleep, that once I got home, I would spend time with the family and crash. No, a lot of times it wasn't like that. I would spend time with the family if they weren't in bed already, like the kids. But then I would stay, be up till 12 or 1. And when I told my therapist that, 
when I started going through counseling, she said, "Which, how many hours of sleep do you get at night?" I said, uh, two to three. And she looked at me. She's like, "You, you're not serious." I said, "I, I am serious." She's like, "What time do you go to bed?" I said, "When I'm tired." She's like, "Well, that's a the proper answer." She's like, "So, <laughs> what uh, what time normally is that?" And I said, "Normally about twelve or one." I was like, "But then it takes me an hour or so to fall asleep sometimes." And she's like, "Oh, we gotta we gotta fix that." And this was going on even when I was working out. So it wasn't like I stopped working out and then my sleep got bad and I got out of shape. Because I know I'm out of shape. I just weighed myself and I weighed in at 225. <clears throat> Before Thanksgiving, I was sitting around 215. And when I got out of the Army, I was sitting about 210. And then when I was in shape, I was around 190 to 200. Um, that was my in-shape weight. So I'm carrying 20 to 30 pounds extra, and it's not good for me, right? and I know it's not, and I, it's, it's easy to tell yourself, I'll do it tomorrow, so uh, no matter who's in here, no matter what time you got to do it to get in here, I encourage each and every one of you to make some sort of plan, even if it's just twice a week, like it doesn't have to be um, three days a week, five days a week, six, seven days a week, like even if you start with twice a week, do it on Monday to kick off Mondays, do it on Friday to kick off your weekend, and then, you know, they say to break a habit, you have there's no bad habits. It's just you have a habit of doing this, this, and this. So in order to get rid of a habit, you have to replace it with another habit. <clears throat> and think about this. It makes sense because smokers, their habit is mouth to hand, right? So if you think about the people that have smoked that you know that's in your life and they quit smoking... What, what do they pick up? They pick up an eating habit. Hand to mouth. Hand to mouth. They're always throwing something in their mouth. So, makes sense. So, you take out one bad habit and you replace it with the gym. Or, I shouldn't say bad. But you put it in the gym. You take out a habit and replace it with the gym. You're creating room for... A new habit. And then you're going to realize, even if it's just, you would be surprised if you take out, um, if you knew how much, like, caffeine you drank a day. And when I say caffeine, I don't include coffee. It's just like your sodas and, and stuff like that. <clears throat> so let's say in a day, you drank three, right? You drank three in a day times seven for the week, that's 21 cans of soda or pop, if you will, right? So take one out and it's two a day <clears throat> times seven is 14. Now you've cut it down. You've already cut seven sodas out of your life, right? So 
150 calories in that can of soda. And I'm just going by calories. We're not going to get into the sugar part of it. We're just going to say 150 calories in this can of soda times, <coughs> if we're doing by three, right? 150 times three, 150, 0, 15, 1, 4, 450 calories just in soda. And I call those empty calories, meaning they do nothing for you. You're just wasting 450 calories. It doesn't fill you up. It doesn't quench your thirst. It's just a filler, if you will. So then you take 450 times 7 for the week, right? 450 times 7, 0, 5, 3, 28, 31, 31, uh, 50. I'm doing this in my head, so it's close to that. It's 3150. 3,150 calories for the week. Now, let's go by 2,000 calories in a diet, right? 2,000 times 7 is 14,000, right? So you you have 14,000 calories. And if you drink more soda, that's going to be more calories, right? So what I'm getting at is in, in exercising twice a week, cutting out your caffeine, your more or less your soda. I'm not too worried about tea. Um, energy drinks, I don't really worry about those either. Um, but your sodas. So you take out one soda for a month. And then the next month, you decide to take out another soda. So you're down to one soda a day. And maybe that's all you can get it down to, right? Is that you have to have your one soda a day. Because what I do not recommend is if you're drinking three or more a day, you got to get that caffeine fix. Is that you just cut all caffeine. That's going to create problems. You know, you'll start having withdrawals. You'll start having headaches cravings, and you're going to (coughs) relapse sooner, I guess you can say. So you cut it, so you take your your soda and you just cut it down to one. You replace it with water. And trust me, (coughs) I didn't realize this until I was out of the military, but I didn't realize what a chore it was to drink water. (coughs) My whole life in the military, all I did was drink water. That's what I did. And, you know, every now and then if we went out to eat, I'd have a Dr. Pepper or whatever. But my main consumption was water. That's what I lived off of was water. And every now and then I would throw some flavor in it. Or um, we, ha- we have this thing. It's kind of like Tang, if you guys remember Tang. Um, it's, a, it's a sports drink in the Army. That they come in our um, our field boxes, or they used to. And I had a bunch of those left over from the field, so I took them. And I would use those, like if I knew I was getting uh, too much water, I was overhydrated. Because you can, you can feel yourself being overhydrated. <clears throat> so 
So overhydration, I'd be like, okay, I've got too much water in my body. I need to add something to it. So I would use the tang, and that had a little bit of sugar, well, tang, the sports drink, whatever it was, um, and your electrolytes. And that's how I, I managed um, that. <clears throat> so what I'm getting at is just by cutting out soda, replacing it with water, and let's say that you drink two waters a day at 12 ounces. That's 24 ounces. <clears throat> and that six, 64 ounces of water, don't believe that. You may or may not need more or less. So just by exercising twice a week to start off, cutting out one of the sodas, making better bad choices. You follow me? Making better bad choices. You're like, what? What's he talking about making better bad choices? <clears throat> instead of instead of grabbing the bag of chips, try some baked chips. Right? You know, uh, instead of drinking that Coke, maybe try a Diet Coke. I mean, there's a really that much difference in a Diet Coke and a Coke, I don't think so. Other than the taste. I mean, I'll agree with you. I don't I won't do diet. So I get that. Um Man, this is great. I've been going for 25 minutes. I haven't walked this long in forever. Can you guys hear me panting? <laughs> uh, so what this is going to do is it's going to do two things. One, it's going to shock your body. Your body's going to be like, whoa, hold up, Cindy. Where'd my other Coke go? Now you're replacing it with water. Oh, this ain't good. And then you're going to start working out. And your body's going to be like, whoa, normally about this time we're sitting on the couch or, you know, we're, we're still at work or whatever. Your body is in hibernation is what I like to call it. Um, and what that means is your body's only going to use the calories it needs for you to function. Everything else is going to get stored as fat. Or it's going to get flushed out of your system. <clears throat> and so, I've lost a lot of muscle mass. And so now I have a more of a fat mass, right? And so it hurts more when I work out. And if, if that's an issue, take it slow. Like, <clears throat> I was running two miles a day in the military. Sometimes more. And I hated running. So, I am walking uphill right now, and we're at 27 minutes at two and a half miles per hour, and my heart rate's up to 126, which for my age, uh, I'm in the cardio burn for my age. <clears throat> so, and I can calculate your heart rate max. That means you don't want to go over your max heart rate just from your age. Um, so your body's in hibernation and what you're doing is you're kickstarting. You got to get, and it's going to take more than once. It's going to take more than twice. You know, it could take a, a couple months, especially if you're only doing it twice a week, just for the simple fact that depending on how long it, it's been since you've 
actually worked out. Like for me, <clears throat> I haven't really worked out hard in probably six years. Like, and when I say hard, it's uh, going to the gym, get my cardio in because I'm burning calories, and then I do my weights, burning more calories, and add my muscle. <clears throat> but I haven't done that for probably six years. So this is the start of it. Today is January 7th or 8th? I think 8th. Today's the 8th. So if you listen to this, you don't have to be in here with me, but you can do it with me. Take the podcast into the gym with you and listen to it. And before you know it, you're walking for 30 minutes and didn't even know it. And if it starts to hurt, and if it starts to uh, get too much, don't quit. Don't quit. Slow it down. There's nothing wrong with slowing it down. And then if you feel like you get a second wind, go back up to the original number. There's nothing wrong with that. I promise you. I'm here for you. If you guys have questions, you can always email me at musclebrigade@gmail.com, Or you can hit me up on my Facebook, Instagram, listen to the podcast. I got good casts, uh, Twitter. So bring the podcast in here. And I'm going to do this every day. Every day that I come in, I'm going to do a podcast for 30 minutes just on the treadmill. So it does two things. It holds me accountable and it also gets you the motivation that you need. Like, oh man, he went to the gym again today. All right. So we're at 29.55. I got to get off here. Thank you guys. Again, much love.